Hey, Jenny. I absolutely love your Bravo and Blaze merch site. It's so good. And with this podcast of yours, maybe I need to co-host one of these days and we can set the record straight on a few things. Hi, baby gorgeous. Welcome to Bravo and Blaze, where we're going to get lit off all the latest happenings going on in the Bravo TV world. This is a safe and uncensored space to discuss our love for everything 420. So grab your can of goodies and let's get lit. And keep blazing. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Bravo and Blaze. I'm your host, Jenny Blaze. This Bravo week has been a little different than normal. We had Bravo fire someone. That person then made an announcement that they were going to make an announcement the following day, which made me throw up and have diarrhea all day from anxiety. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Most of you are aware the premiere of Summer House was last week, although it was outshined by all of the Salt Lake City mess, but I did want to touch on it just a little bit. So this is a trigger warning for any, for those who are listening. I have to say my heart was broken for Lindsay last week as she told Carl about miscarrying. And as much as it is a trigger for many of us, I feel grateful that Lindsay was open about it. Women have been hiding their miscarriages and stillbirths for far too long. It is real trauma. And the more we talk about it, the more we'll have opportunities to address the emotions that it triggers and figure out how to cope and manage. It happens way more than most of us even know. And I truly believe awareness is important. However, on another note, what the hell is happening with Kyle and Amanda? Legit, I'm I'm asking this question. Please leave a comment and let me know what you think about what's going on with Kyle and Amanda. I mean, we all know they get married, but do we think they resolve their issues before the wedding? Or do they just go on with the wedding with this issue unresolved? It's giving me a little bit of anxiety. <laughs> But, um, I mean, there is kind of a lot going on already. There's also two new castmates. We have Maya, love her. Alex, love that he is a half Asian like me. However, I need a little bit more from him because I'm not really getting much other than like, I don't know, keto tips or something. But anyways. Also, there is a love triangle going on with Paige, but I'm not even going to get into that because it involves Craig Conover, who has blocked me on Instagram, and I will never stop talking about it because I do not think it was warranted. I'm mostly kidding. I don't really care that much. But anyways, however, one thing I do want to mention in regards to that love triangle is 
how crazy it was that that girl physically assaulted Andrea while he was in the pool. And I'm sorry, but I would have been like, uh, hello, excuse me. Fuck you, Danielle. I mean, where was that page when this was all going down? She literally was just standing there like, I mean, I could see being shocked and I don't know. I just, I feel, I felt like there was enough time for her to step in and be like, excuse me, this is our house. You are physically assaulting a member of our house. There's an entire camera crew here who just recorded you doing it. Do you want to get sued? That was a little Erica Jane humor. But anyways, I don't know. That was wild. But it was kind of convenient how that happened. And it opened up more about Andrea and Paige. So it'll be interesting seeing what happens next week since Craig is coming. Craig is coming to town. Don't get run over. Call Craig Conover. I tried, but he blocked me. Anyways, the two-part Vanderpump Rules reunion aired this week on Tuesday and Wednesday, which is why we didn't get to see Heather Dubrow this week, but whatever. I just have to say, I'm not going to lie, I am rooting for James. And I know he can do and say awful things, but I just can't help but feel like it's for a reason. Like, hurt people hurt people. And I do believe he has a good heart. And I do hope that he continues to heal and grow in a positive direction. And honestly, I don't think he needs to quit smoking weed if he doesn't want to. I said it. But in other news, the Real Housewives of Miami are still in Montauk after that intense dinner they had where Marisol was stirring up some shit. Um, Have to say that Marisol is giving everything. I love it. She's a whole vibe. Her in the hot tub saying, I'm not a worker outer. Like, hello, love her. Also, the reunion looks came out and all I can say is, amen. Thank Mary Cosby. What a breath of fresh air. Overall, as a cohesive cast, loved it. Some were better than others, but none were a complete flop. And just overall way better than Salt Lake's reunion looks. I don't even want to get into Salt Lake. Their reunion looks were just awful. And I'm still like upset about it, actually. But speaking of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City... I have a special guest, Jordan Renee of Georgia, Carolina on YouTube. Jordan Renee is a rapper, dancer, advocate, and content creator who has curated a gated and racism-free community to relax, relate, and release on all things culture and entertainment. With history in drag, modeling, music, podcasting, etc., Jordan is a multi-hyphenate with a focused passion toward impactful entertainment for minorities like people of color and the LGBTQIA+. As a trans 
gender as she is black, Jordan stops at nothing to raise awareness and influence change on injustice in not only America and the world at large, but the entertainment industry we tend to ignore. So we're going to get into this whole Jenny Wen situation, and hopefully this is the last time. And then we'll be touching on Below Deck and what's been going on between Heather and Raina. If you haven't already, go check out my Bravo and Blaze shop at www.bravoandblaze.com where you can find fun Bravo fan merch. We have hospital smell two with candles. We have Team Valter sweatshirts. I want Ray to live notebooks. Hi, baby, gorgeous tees. So many fun things. So many things to choose from, from all your favorite Bravo shows. And now, without further ado, please allow me to introduce my guest, Jordan Renee from Georgia, Carolina on YouTube. It just, it's a lot. So going forward, not only do housewives have a lot of work to do, the women who want to come on these shows and the characters and the people who want to come on these Bravo shows, outside of just the housewives, all the Bravo shows, if you have a racist past, don't bother. We're going to find out. We're going to call you out. And if Bravo doesn't do their due diligence and vet you and just doesn't hire you and they bring you on, we're going to get in that ass. It is what it is. I think that if you want to be on reality TV, there should be an implication for you as a person to want to do the most amount of sensitivity training that there is to make sure that you are likable to as many aspects of the audience as possible. I would think that if I was going on reality TV, I would want to be as universally likable while still being authentically and genuinely myself as possible. Just saying. So, bravo. Internally, you all have to do a lot of work as well because there are a lot of restructuring. There is a lot of restructuring that needs to happen within the Bravo network and subsequently the Peacock network probably because if Peacock is an offshoot of Bravo or an NBC Universal streaming channel, then I feel like this, the same processes have to go through the, the executives of not just Bravo, but all of the affiliates that are going along with Bravo and NBC Universal as a whole. I feel like this is a this is not just a Bravo issue. This is an overall issue. So y'all have work to do and we are watching. Yes, I love, love that. I thought it was amazing. Okay, so first I want to welcome you. you. I'm welcoming Jordan Renee. Did I say that right? Jordan Renee? Yeah. Okay. Jordan Renee from Georgia, Carolina, which is a YouTube channel, right? Um, You have an online community. Thank you so much for being here. 
And I'm just so grateful that you even that our paths crossed and crossed and that you're here. So thank you so, so much. You reached out to me, girl. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, I appreciate I think, it. I think you dropped your a link to your racism by Bravo part two on my one of my tweets. And I woke up Wednesday morning and saw it and was like on the treadmill clapping to myself. I was just like, <laughs> Praise Jesus, thank you. Thank you for putting that out there because it was everything that I was I was already thinking and you articulated it so well. Um, and I, so I wanted to play the clip so that you knew what I was talking about, because I just love, I mean, I love everything that you said in there, everything about Bravo's statement. Um, last week I had a podcast episode with a wellness inclusive, inclusivity, diversity, and equity consultant who goes into corporate companies and they, um, yeah. And they help restructure their processes, their internal framework and infrastructure so that they ensure that everything that they do in their processes from the handshake that you get when you walk in into the building, you know, through the vetting process, not just for the cast, the people who are on television, but for act, the actual people, the leaders in the leadership, people are running the business because like you said in your video is it was weird that they didn't have they it took them so long to even put out a statement and that was disturbing to me i think that there's a social responsibility i'm like i just started my podcast i'm four episodes in and i feel a responsibility to discuss this my podcast is not supposed to be you know to talk about racism that's not the point of my podcast but if it comes up, I'm going to have to address it. I feel a social responsibility to my listeners and to the people who are watching Bravo. I mean, this I have is two insane. responses to that. I have two responses to that. One, I feel the exact same way because my my mind is kind of wired that way of like, I don't understand what I'm getting on YouTube extending my voice screaming into the void to no one who knows me for what like why would I do that if it doesn't have some sort of purpose or intent behind it and because I'm already at home screaming into the void and nobody's (laughs) at home listening to me I may as well like connect to somebody do you get me and it's like it's super like it just, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. But my second response to that was, how do I get into that job? Because that really seems like what I'm supposed to be doing with yeah. my life. Because I changed the intro to my channel recently. Mm-hmm. And I say that, um, welcome to to Georgia, Carolina. You're, you're gated and racism-free <laughs> community mm-hmm. where we personalize culture and entertainment and then have a conversation based on self-discovery and growth. I am your cultural coordinator for all things inclusion and awareness, Jordan Renee, and I'm happy to have you back. So I think I just dubbed myself that of my own channel. Was that meta? (laughs) No, that's why it was like the universe aligned everything for us to meet. And I would, I 100% would love to connect you with um, my last guest who actually was here this morning and I got so excited because she came to borrow some clothes for a photo shoot she's doing. And I said, um, I go, oh my gosh, I have to 
play this video for you. So I played her video or your video for her. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's so amazing. I'm so excited that I have her. And I go, this is like who you need in your army. Like, hello. Like, girl, I make the call. I am here, child, because I would yes. love to actually do that for a living. Because I like it. It that job literally is in line with everything that I've always like said about like my life as a little kid because I grew up saying that like I, I wanted to be a movie critic a music critic like, like like I wanted to like critique and judge and help make things better but I didn't yeah. realize that that was going to end up being like a political stance for me I, I just thought I was going to be talking about people's crappy albums so like <laughs> so the fact that I could actually like use my um my unsolicited uh unfiltered opinions for good instead of just like to talk about like just gossip and stuff like I feel yeah. like if I, I I can make my useless passion an actual platform yes that's who do I talk to and where do I sign up where do I need yes. to get the blood sample where do I get the vaccine <laughs> the booster what like what like how many masks do I need tell me and that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm so excited that you're here because I feel like our values are aligned so well. Cause I'm, I mean, I came from a 15 year career as an IT consultant, trying to like fit into this boys club, you know, playing, trying to fit into their mold of the corporate lifestyle. And I just hated it, it inside. I felt it was, I was not being authentic and while I'm sitting there in meetings with all these men, mostly men, they're talking about whatever numbers. And I'm sitting there thinking about housewives. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. So, and I mean, I can relate, I would relate housewives back to what I was working on, but nobody understood what I meant when I said like, you know, I don't know if she wants to be me or wear me like last year's Versace, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> oh. those are just, I mean, that's kind of, it's pop culture and I'm not afraid to say I'm, I'm into it. And I think we can learn so much about it or from it. And I think we can learn a lot about ourselves and we can learn a lot about each other. And I, that's what I like about good. it reality because when it's good it's so good it is when housewives is good it's so good and the way that they worked that desperate housewives sitcom soap opera-esque type of format into a reality show format that has lasted for 20 years at this yes. point mm -hmm. it is it is undeniably mm -hmm. incredible to watch and when mm -hmm. it's good it's so good but however we also have to remember and recognize that our media, just like everything else, our neighborhoods, our, our doctor's offices, our work environments, our social groups are microcosms of our overall environment. So yep. eventually, the things that we see in the greater world and the greater country, it's going to trickle down to our reality shows. That's why eventually we started seeing all of these like, 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 like like it started with the racially insensitive Halloween costumes. It started with the Diana Ross with the Luann and all of that. Ugh. Love her mugshot in the background. That is art. I want that framed. That is gorgeous. It's a t-shirt. So it's a t-shirt. It's also available as a blanket. If you wanna... I'm going to buy that. 
Send me the link immediately. It's all available gorgeous. at my shop, bravoandblaze.com, which is- Luella really looks like she just got kicked out of the runaways. Like, oh my God, I, I love, love it. I always, like, she's like my, uh, I don't know, she's my ride or die bitch, I guess you would say. She's your co-host. <laughs> I'm always talking to her because there's no one else here. So I'm like, yeah, Luann, I'm smoking weed I, or whatever. Right, right. It's like, yeah, let Luann. me live. Stop Don't judging judge me. me. <laughs> now, do you actually voice over a little voice for her in the background? What I should start. Because <laughs> I know a lot of channels that do that. Like, uh, like, like, like I've become obsessed with watching James Mansfield's channel. And like, <laughs> she does like these wig um, transformations and does like all, all this cool stuff. stuff. And mm-hmm. her wig head just sits on the table and reads her the whole video. Oh, yeah. I have this one. But, but I, I do want to, so I wanted to dive into what has been going on because like we said, we, we can't just ignore what's going on with Bravo right now. And so right. last week, you know, everything came out with Jenny and then, um, I did my podcast episode with, um, the, my good friend, the wellness and inclusivity, diversity and equity consultant, um, that was before Bravo took any action. And then they released a statement saying they were no longer filming. And then you recorded your video. That's where there were still questions up in the air. Like, why did it take so long? You know, things like that. Um, since then, Jenny, she made an announcement on her Instagram stories, I think, saying she was going to make an announcement, <laughs> an announcement for an announcement. <sighs> We wait an entire day, okay? And I have to say, I keep going back to Real Housewives in New Jersey because it was just on the other day. And I felt like Danielle Staub. Like, I was home for three weeks with diarrhea and vomiting because of you. Like, that's how I felt towards Jenny Wen. Because, and I'll tell you why. I mean, first of all- Like, who brought the book? Like, like who brought the post? Who brought the book? Who brought the book, Danielle? I brought the book, okay? I brought the book. It to, was to me. It was me. Oh my New god, Jersey so is good. like classic. It's like the like New Jersey literally so good. I wish they would go back to that old way because they were kind of given like the Sopranos of reality TV. They were. It was so sickening. Like they were giving mob <laughs> wives with like with class. Yeah. Like, allegedly. Oh, <laughs> allegedly. But um, so Jenny, finally, um, she goes on. She does this IG live. Did you watch the IG live? Oh, I just released a video about it last night. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. So I don't know. I did a I video about that. hers and Tasha K's announcement at the same time because they went live at the exact same time. Oh, they you. did? Yeah. Tasha K has nothing to do. To do with this, but I really just didn't think I had enough to separate this into two videos. And I felt like the lesson that both of them needed to learn was the same, which was accountability. So I was like, ah, so like, ah, I just kind of lumped them into one thing and was like, both of y'all need to learn the same lesson. So, so, so y'all are going to get the same video. But I spend more time on Jenny's situation because I'm literally. I, I literally go through and I debunk the entire story from the day the post came out to her sitting on that live. Right. I debunk everything she said. And I literally put up a visual of her entire timeline of her story, like all the things she said. And if you read it out loud, 
you'll hear how contradicting it is. I didn't see the entire thing. I jumped on a little bit late. And what I did see, I was just like, girl, bye. I was done. I didn't even watch the whole thing. Like, oh, she I didn't lost watch me. it because I, I couldn't watch it. Jenny blocked me. So I couldn't watch it. I just watched all the clips that were being released on people's like spaces oh, okay, and yeah. lives and Instagram stories as it was happening. And so I was like literally seeing the, the um, feeds from it in real time. So I basically was watching it. I, yeah. I just didn't care enough to make offense to, to, to go and troll her. I, I yeah. really didn't care that much. We, but yeah, I went on um a live one up. Uh, on uh, uh, up in Adam's channel to discuss it right after that, and we 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 waxed honest about that, and then the next day I shot the video, then released it. It's it. <sighs> it's not good. Where do we even start? It's, no, <laughs> it's not good. And honestly, I don't it's even. Not great. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> I don't love it. I don't like it. Well, the thing about Jenny is like, so this is my whole thing. I don't even really want to give her any more attention, really. Like, there are so many Jennies out there. And like you said in your video that I watched, um, your part two, Racism by Bravo, it's a bigger issue. Like it should not, it's upsetting because it should not have even gotten to this point. And it's because the lack of structure and it, it's mind boggling to me because I came from, from a corporate world. This would never, ever be allowed ever. And so to see this happening, I'm like, surely there's something else going behind the scenes. Like I can't imagine Bravo leadership just being like, Oh, what happened? Oh, Jenny said what? Like, I mean, how is this not we just alarming? These big networks to have all of this integrity for some reason. Like we just expect them to know to do the right thing. Yeah. And then they don't. And then we're looking at them like, what the hell just happened? I like, know. I guess I can incorporate Tasha K into this because when you said way, that, really it made me think Tasha about Tasha K stuff. No, <laughs> like, like, like with no details about her um story, I, I'll just say that what I was saying in another video that like kind of relates to what you just said about the network was like I'm used to ingesting media with journalistic integrity so Mm -hmm. I'm not used to people just posting blasphemous things whatever like just salacious things and then calling it news right so in this so in this regard I don't understand how somebody who can post things like this actually made it to my television screen yeah that that in itself is blasphemous so as mad as I am at Jenny for being the person to commit those actions it's like Mm -hmm. wait a minute how did you even get here yeah like who let you in why are like who left the door who left the back door open (laughs) yeah seriously it's so disturbing because like I said I was at home that whole day I'm like I don't know. I got a bad feeling about this. You know, like I felt sick in my stomach. I was like, I'm scared. She's as soon as I saw that she was going to say something, I got scared. And maybe it's PTSD from January 6th last year. But I was like feeling like this woman has gained 40, more than 40,000 followers on Instagram since this happened. 
And she made an announcement that she's going to make an announcement. How do I know she's not going to use that platform for something really disgusting and gross? And that's, that was one concern. The other concern was that she wasn't going to take accountability. So whatever, that's what happened. And I just like, I'm done. <laughs> but then the other concern, what if she came to us and was like, I actually kind of was sort of like hoping this would happen. I was like, what if she's going to come to us and, and like, release information about Bravo to show how corrupt they are. And then like peacocks corrupt. And then it just like explodes. As much as people wanted that to happen, I was like, it still wouldn't have as much. Like she could have had Monique's binder in her hand (laughs) and it would not have absolved her of any responsibility for me because at the end of the day you posted and mind you, she reshared this, go watch my last video, the racist and the blogger. Um, the, it, it's 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 girl you reshared all these things meaning it's not like you went and created these so you went and found these posts which means you surround yourself with these kind of people that post these things like this ain't just something oh you just posted and you thought it was funny and you just right. didn't know it's june to december and so it's like girl we're well, like i, I, well, I she's don't trying to, to blame it. someone else right the social media I, manager I, Oh, yeah. She's trying to blame her social media manager, which is included in my list of things that don't make sense that that Jenny has said. But I thought that this was going to go completely differently. Oh, you did? I thought that. Oh, yeah. I thought Jenny was going to come on him. I thought she was going to because she had already released the apology. Right. The apology where she tried Mm -hmm. to explain what she meant when she posted these things mind you she tried to explain what she meant when she posted those things if you want the receipts i include all of them in the video yeah that i didn't like that so i right so i'm like you you tried to defend yourself you also lied in the apology down yes (laughs) i expected her to come on this channel and take the apology back I expected her to come on this live and just announce she just got a new correspondent job with Fox News. She's a star. She's a proud <laughs> that, that, Republican. And yeah. I expected her to double down on the post and say, I don't see anything wrong with the post. They're my political views. And I expected her to spend the entire time ignoring and refusing to say the word racism. That is exactly what I expected to happen. She really tried to defend this. She is bold. Yeah, that was bad. I point that it's laughable. Yeah, it's really bad. And I was thinking, okay, she's got lots of money. She's probably hiring all these different lawyers, everything, including racist opinions. (laughs) I thought she was going to have like a team of really smart, strong people who are going to help guide her to be like, listen, this is how you need to move forward if you want to get like get out of this you know not get out of it but like take accountability and move forward with it not like like if she came up with some kind of if she made if she took accountability and said I understand now that I was very wrong and these are very hurtful things and you know if she really just owned it and said like, I was being racist and I didn't know back then, but now I know, and I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Like, would you be open to her showing like, I have a path and a plan to grow? No, No. 
<laughs> and let me tell you why. Because okay. I'm not even going to let you waste your breath on her, baby. Let me tell you why. <laughs> because y'all got to read that first apology. Y'all really got to read it. And if you just don't feel like it, I break it all down in my video, The Racist and the Blogger, a, a search for accountability. <laughs> I read that apology for real because she says, I deleted that Facebook post a year ago because I realized that those posts were offensive. So the Jenny that walked onto that live, the Jenny that posted that apology was supposed to already be the new and improved mm. racially aware anti-racist Jenny. She was supposed yeah. to already had gone through all of that a year ago. So yeah. there was nothing. It's like when, when somebody, well, I ain't gonna make that. I'm not gonna make that the example. Never mind. But I, but it's like when somebody tells you that they're gonna do something, but mm -hmm. they have a history of not following through with what they're saying, or they have mm -hmm. a history of blatantly lying, and then they tell you that they're gonna do something. Eventually, don't you just be like, "Oh, I hear you." It's that grain of salt. <laughs> You're thing. Like, like you don't even. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah. Right. It's like when you hear the hear the same I'm sorry for the 14th time does it still yeah. hit the same yeah you start to ignore it. it's like the beeping on your car when you're in reverse into your driveway or like into your you garage just tone it completely out yeah I'm like I don't my I hit my my stepdaughter's car by accident because it was in the garage and like I totally was on autopilot I How was looking at the mirrors in the garage he How goes, dare her You'd, I hear her car, parked car in the garage like a dummy. I, <laughs> I felt so bad. And my husband's like, you didn't feel the, the, the seat shaking and the <laughs> beeping? Impact. And I, I go, I always feel you that. You see the airbags going <laughs> I go, but I always feel that. I mean, when I hit it, finally, I was like, oh, shoot. But, um, but anyways, yeah, no, I totally but I always agree with feel that. that. But the reason That's why iconic. I wanted to ask you is because, okay, so... I know, and I don't even want to talk about Jenny anymore. Um, yeah, because about... everything that she said has been so consistently inconsistent that everything she says has been able to be debunked and walked back. And she keeps trying to double down on the same things to the point of completely changing stories. Mind you, the story that we got in that live was diametrically opposite, as Dorit would say, from the apology that she posted a few days earlier. In the post that she made, she took accountability for it. She admitted it was her. She said that she she deleted it because she realized that it was offensive. She she apologized. Mind you, she also tried to, to defend herself and lied and said that the page was deleted when I literally pulled up the page the same day you posted that apology. But okay. Um, and what you said in that post was completely diametrically opposite from what you gave us in that live, Erica. Hey, orphans and I, widows orphans and widows and little pity babies like oh my god think See, about lucy lucy apple juicy like well like what do you mean like, <laughs> See, this is why you're my people we speak the same sleep. language <laughs> yes it's like like that that's why housewives is so iconic because there's literally an entire dialogue and dialect like there's an entire language around housewives where you can just speak in references and have an entire conversation 
Yes. It's everything. I love it. Speaking of, I'm just thinking of Mary Cosby right now going, little girl. But um, God bless her. You can go. You can go, little girl. Oh, my gosh. That's like one of my favorite gifts is her pointing at Whitney. It's and you know what? Mary Cosby is, you know, racial insensitivity aside, Mary Cosby was one of the most uncomfortably iconic housewives. Like it was like she's so sickening to watch, but I always felt uncomfortable loving how sickening she was. Like I was like, this is wrong. Like, why is she so sickening to me? Like No, you have no idea. Like, I've had this, like, very intense, like, all these emotions about Mary Cosby from, like, from here to here all over the place. And, like, this is why it goes back to Bravo. Like, I honestly, to be honest, I don't think if they had the proper processes in place, Mary Cosby should not have been a housewife. However, I am grateful slightly grateful because she is like a top tier housewife i mean she's you know what if jenny wasn't a racist so would she jenny so was, yeah that's she what did i want to talk her about her first season racism aside she was a great housewife her first season because <laughs> literally two days before this came out i was laughing my tits off at her when she was like with all this energy that they got going on and this dog on nature trail we're gonna be here all night oh my like, god she has the sickening. best lines it's so carlin is an icon she is a diva and she is the moment carlin is is the moment (laughs) that's why you know when i started my bravo and blaze account part one of the main things that was important to me what's that brilliant name by the way oh thank you i have to (laughs) credit my husband he came up with it (laughs) but um When I started it, you know, like I saw a lot of toxic behavior on Twitter, on everywhere, any, anywhere on the internet, there's toxic behavior. And I just hate how it's like, we have to be numb to it. Like we shouldn't have to be numb to people verbally abusing us online or each other, or like accepting that, oh, my friend is like verbally abusing, not just that, like. I get it getting into like fun shade and, you know, like, like I'm thinking Giselle Karen type of shade. Like they're Anytime I think about being fun shade, it's always Giselle for me. Cause I could read Giselle from here until December of 2055. I could read Giselle until February 33rd. I really could. (laughs) And she's so fun. Like she's, and it, and it's because she embraces it and doesn't do anything about it. Like I love that she she hears everybody reading her tacky clothes and she continues wearing her tacky clothes she's like i like it i, re- oh. I respect I that <laughs> right like i respect that level of yes. just blasphemous ignorance like yeah. i love that i love it Top too tier. but i mean like i one of the main things was i didn't want to have a toxic community and meaning like i will never seek out like yes I think Jenny is vile but I will never send her a direct message saying anything like I would never do something like that that's like going out of my way that's like intent to have malice and like I don't want to do that like I feel bad for Jenny and her family because they clearly are not like 
in a right mindset to be healthy and like spread love and spread good energy. And I feel so bad for Carlin because this is going to follow them around for the rest of their lives. Her mother ruined her career. Like she had a good her one mother going has too. Ruined her career. I swear to God, like you give Carl, like I swear, y'all could have gave Carla another, <laughs> another couple years. She would have been on Disney Channel somewhere, but she gives Nickelodeon oh, yeah. tease though. She could have <laughs> given like a nest, like she she does. She gives she's Nickelodeon good. vibes. Like she's yeah, so she good and she's so smart and she's so on it. Like when she was like, "What did the what did the Atlantic Ocean say to the?" Pacific Ocean. Pacific. What did they say? Nothing. They just waved. Genius. <laughs> Get this woman an Emmy. Like, I love where's it. her check? So, oh, where's her snowflake? I wanted, I kind of wanted to. Can revisit... we just replace Jenny with Carlin? <laughs> I know. Like, right? Is that an option? Like, I don't even know why they brought Jenny. Jenny really wasn't giving anything to begin with. And I didn't think that she should, she should come back for a second season, even before this happened. But anyway, her, but I have a history of liking housewives that everybody hates. I like really do. I, well, not problematic <laughs> housewives specifically, but just housewives that like people think are boring or that shouldn't be there. Like for like example, Teddy, Teddy Mellencamp. Yeah. That's always the example. Every single time. That is so funny. Fails. I loved Teddy as a housewife. Now, All In is extremely questionable, and I'm wondering how her business is doing now. But her as a housewife, I don't, like, I can only take so many over-the-top, extra, extra, super exorbitant type A1 personalities like yeah, I need, need somebody to give like yes and Teddy was the one who she could give all the reads hold everybody accountable call <laughs> everybody out but she did it from this very monotone Catherine Hepburn type oh of gosh. voice and she was so smooth with it like she just sat here and just told you straight what it is and she never moved her face didn't move her expression didn't move her tone didn't move her body didn't move her head and her entire body moved at the exact same time when she addressed people like she was so stiff oh God, she I was so correct it. all the time like she I love stiff. that like she's like she's Heather without the drama to me. Like she's Heather, Heather without being pretentious, Debro. Like Heather she's Dubrow. that level of like, like she's that level of like moral standards of like how you hold people accountable and like how you like talk about people. She's that, but she's without like a champagne button. Yeah, like well, also I feel like she's not as she doesn't have as much much conviction as Heather. Heather's like it is very true. Like if Teddy you has it. Ever she, come she's, after me again, it will cost more than more our friendship. Than just my friendship. Oh my gosh, girl! Yes, God, I was scared too. I said, "Yes, God, girl." All right, my, girl, my bad. I I'm sorry. I'm scared. Almost tweeted, of- I'm sorry to her. <laughs> I never said a bad word about her. And I literally typed, I'm sorry, Heather DeBro, and I didn't tweet it. Like, I, I was like, girl, I don't know what I did, but I yeah. put my hair up in a high ponytail too. Like, I was scared. I was like, girl, what is going on? Like, she See, sent that message to America. That's how I feel about Meredith. I am like, I think she uh, is the scariest one on Salt Lake. 
it's because of that monotone thing. Like, I loved her because she sounds like Leah Remini to me. But <laughs> <laughs> so, it, so anybody that gives me that Leah Remini voice, like, it's, it's instantly sickening to me. But she also has this, like, she, she has this ticky-ticky-boom-boom time bomb thing to her. Like, Meredith always seems like yes. there's a time bomb ticking right, right at the nape of her neck. Well, we like, saw that push too hard and they finally pushed it. We saw it when she woke up and everyone's sleeping. And like, she what? snatched her whole wig off like that girl from Melrose Place at the end. Girl, she came out that bitch the like stars. Harry. <laughs> yeah, she, she came out like. Like, girl, what happened? <laughs> Melrose Place. Oh, Just my God. Unhinged. I'm dying. Un- I have like. I'm 30, but I have a lot of really old references. So yeah, most I'm of your shocked. viewers that watch this show do not know anybody that I'm talking about. I am right shocked. Now. now that I know this about you, because I actually have a, a point about, you know, like social responsibility by the networks. Do you, did you watch MTV Real World? Yes. Did you watch yes. Seattle when Steven slapped Irene? Hmm. I'm still like I'm waiting for them to get to that homecoming. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> I'm literally like the day they announced that the first one w- was coming. I was like, "So when y'all doing Seattle though?" <laughs> like the slap heard the around moment, the world. Like I will never ever forget that. I was like, <laughs> that was TV history, by the way. And I, yes. I talked about it on my that last episode. That is literally episode. the slap heard round the world. Well, uh, what I really loved about MTV at that time, they did something immediately. They, it was unprecedented. They At that time, people got into fights that were on the cast, but they were never cast versus cast fights. They were always Except like- for Los Angeles. Because you remember, I think David and uh, what's his Huck? face? The um, country singer, I think it was, dragged Tammy out the bed with the blanket, and, and I'm she was oh. naked, and that's what started that whole thing. When he got yes. kicked out the house, he was the first person kicked off because of that, and <gasps> and You're and right. Tammy went slapped the hell up. That was the first time that we saw rat tat 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 Tammy on I reality Tammy. TV. I love her too. I miss her on reality TV, but I respect her for never going back. Please don't, sister. I you got too many actor jobs. That. Yes, that they, they're airing that that season of Homecoming right now. That's why it's fresh on my mind. Either they just finished airing it or it's airing right now because I've been watching Tammy recap the episodes on YouTube because I'm not paying for another streaming service. Sorry. <laughs> um. No, that's wild. So they did kick him out. Okay. So I thought that Stephen hitting Irene was the first time because I remember them being like, "Well, now what? Now what?" That was the first time. It was like a real, like physical contact. Yeah, like, like the, the the blanket. Thing like with, with them, Tammy. they were just dragging at each yeah, other. They like were like scuffling, and yeah. that was more like a wrestling thing, or whatever. Blah blah blah. She was just more so trying to keep the dog on blanket on, and like he was right. dragging her out the bed or whatever. But it wasn't yeah. like physical physical contact. It yeah. was just traumatizing as hell. But with this, it was physical contact. It was it, we literally watched yes. domestic a. Use yeah, that was television. Like was insane. So we didn't see stuff like that back then. 
No, that was crazy. So I like that MTV was like, you have to leave. And that's where we're like, I guess because that happened so long ago, that was like 90s, right? Yeah, because like, Los Angeles was 1993. Yeah, so in the 90s, they're like taking a stand for violence. Why are we not doing the same for hate? And, you know, like we in need- In the midst of the Me Too movement, Black Lives right? Matter, like why is there not a more immediate movement on this? Like I, yeah. it, it just seems like we're in the midst of yes. all of this happening. And it's like- Why is this Why is anybody happening? confused? <laughs> yeah. Right, like how did they even get here? That's like, what I'm makes so me confused. the most upset is that we should not even be here. It is 2022. There should be processes in place to prevent these things because it, because it is highly triggering to see those posts. And like, even for me, I my name is Jenny and I make memes. So and you remember I got all what these happened- Jenny memes now. And I'm like, what and do I you do? Remember what happened to uh to uh Rachel Ray when they thought that she was bad, bad, with the good hair. They ate her alive for a good week because they thought that she was Rachel Roy. <laughs> they ate her alive, and she oh, actually got on Twitter and was like, "Look, I don't even know who this Rachel Roy woman is, but I do a talk show. I cook every day. Like, I don't even know what oh, y'all talk about. God. Don't be including me in y'all foolishness." I was like, "Rachel, let them girls know, honey." Oh my gosh! Okay. See, that's why I get. I, oh my gosh, social media is so scary. But I do want to, okay, so speaking of triggering, I do want to play this clip because we talked earlier, you don't watch Below Deck, but right now a lot of things are going on with Below Deck. Like this entire season is kind of based around this interaction between the Chief Stew, Heather, and Rena, uh, Deckhand. And so I'm going to play this. Now, I've heard a little bit about Rena. She's the one who was using, um, I'll just say, racial epithets um, that were aligned with her own um, color of community. And then somebody else said it after her and then that's it a, became yeah, the that's bigger the, buffle. That's the situation that you're talking about? Yeah, that's a clip I want to play for you. Hold on one second. Okay. How are you feeling? Tired. I think we're all tired. Just kind of like, what makeup is kind of bitchy today? Hello. Bitchy makeup. We're here. This. (laughs) Jake looking crazy. Is that the first time you saw that clip? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Mind you, I've talked about that clip in context, but I've never actually seen it. So I really have never really realized what the full scope of that was. Yeah. I've only heard it like described to me, right? Yeah. That's my first time seeing it. No, you're good. I'm no sorry if that's triggering. I've seen a lot worse. Yeah, I'm sorry if that's triggering to you or to anyone else. Like it it triggered me. Like I I don't there's emotions that come up when I see that kind of behavior, you know, like just whether it's towards me or towards, you know, someone else, like I'm, I'm not cool with that. So it's like, I just want to get your point of view. What do you think about the situation? Because people are like fighting over this and I don't like when people fight, (laughs) but (laughs) I just want to know. I mean, like, obviously 
so I, as you could tell in that video, I'm, you know, I'm trying to like lay out some of the arguments from the other side, but they're saying she's obviously drunk. They were drinking all day. It's the end of the night. She repeated something that was said and it, some people are saying that it doesn't seem like it came out of a place of malice. See, there's a lot of levels to that. And I'm going to start with specifically speaking to what you just said. People like to give people a lot of passes when it's, when it's convenient to what they want to justify. So in the statement of her saying, well, she's drunk, this, that, and the third. Okay. So if, and I, and I, and I won't even go to an extreme example. Let's go back to the whole, um, Steve, when he slapped, 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 oh, 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 a whole girl had, had he blamed it on being drunk, would that have softened your reaction to it? Yeah. Like, would that have made you like second guess you automatically wanting the most immediate action that like, like, where's the line of, and then you got to think of, think about we live in America, which is built on oxymorons and catch 22s so at the same time you will use something like being drunk as an excuse for bad behavior but then say that a drunk man speaks a sober man's thoughts Mm -hmm. so uh, so for after that clip that you just saw what happened was later that night they went back on the boat and reina did say something to heather she's like like wasn't she just walking next to her when they were back on the boat, when she said something to her or. In the clip that you played me, when she said it, was that Heather and Raina walking yeah. into the thing? When yeah. she said it, that was when she said it. Why didn't she say something to her right in when she heard it? So that's another thing. It's like, which I can understand. Cause like, I'm sure you've experienced hate from whoever, like I've experienced things, especially like as an Asian, I have experienced slanted eyes even, you know, like, or other things. But I can see, like, I don't want to say, Raina, you should have spoke up and, and said your piece right then and there. Because it's like, it's also uncomfortable. This is your coworker, and like, you have to work with them. And how do you approach it in the right way without, I don't know, like, I can, I can kind of understand Raina, like pausing before she approaches it. But later that night, just a few hours later, she did say something to Heather. She was like, you better watch yourself. Some people will cancel you or whatever. Did she say it in front of an audience or did she, she say it like pull of, her to the side? She said it in front of one other person. Okay. Um, what exactly did she say? Like, how did she handle this? Because if she just said, hey, watch yourself, there could be consequences of this. And that was it. That was not beneficial to her. So Heather, was, she was like, what I say? And she's like, you know, what you said or whatever. And I think she repeated it. And then Heather was like, I didn't I don't think I even said that. And she's like, I'm sorry. And then Raina said, oh, it's cool. I still love you. Just I just want to let you know. And then no. Heather went back to her room and was like, I feel really bad right now. And like she went to bed, but she thought it was done. Well, it wasn't done. And so like a few days later, or whatever she it came up again she told Raina told somebody else and that person told Heather and she's like I thought we already like I thought we moved on so she apologized to her again 
And now we're and to her face, she's Here's like, okay. But then in the confessional, she's like, fuck her. <laughs> Here's the problem. Raina, you didn't handle that effectively. As a black woman, you didn't handle that correctly because what you should have did, instead of just saying, hey, you can get canceled for this, you should have educated her on why her saying that was wrong. You should have taken the time to actually put her on game so that she understood what she actually did instead of just saying something that, like, to her, her saying that is now the same thing as her calling you a bitch. Because you don't understand the gravity of, of what that word is because you didn't explain that to her. So while you're sitting here running that back to, to, to somebody else, you're running that back to another person with the vitriol of what that racial epithet carries. Mm-hmm. So you're going with the residual anger of that, but you never gave that to the person who it, who it was intended for. So now you're playing a game of telephone. Yeah. Where it's like now you're now you're going around making it worse than it is when you could have just sat her down, even if you needed to pause. But when you came back to her, when you told her, "A, this will get you canceled. Here's why. Yeah. Well, I have to say what I felt when I saw your video. You are amazing. Glamorous. Just ah, I loved every bit of it. And I'm so glad that you came on to the show because I think you're amazing. I appreciate you for having me because this has been such a fun conversation. I want to thank you so much for being here, for being you, being your authentic self and speaking up on your values and things that are important to you. I think it's amazing. I am one of your biggest fans and I will always support you in whatever way you need. So you know where to Holler at me. Why don't you tell everyone where we can find you and how they can reach you? Ooh, child, if I had a just hold, hold on, wait, I'm going to symbolize this because I don't have an actual tissue in front of me right now. I'm going to just wipe it with my eyelash. Oh, goodness. Because, girl, that was thank you. Girl, you know, that is, I would never get like, ah, hold on. I'm one of those people who doesn't take compliments well. So I'm always like, ah, thank you. So, so, so I always start crying. I'm like, yeah. But no, um, thank you so much. That was really nice. Thank you for having me. This has been mm-hmm. one of the most pleasant conversations that I've had <laughs> about one of the most sorest subjects that I've had, had to talk about in a, in a long time. You made talking mm-hmm. about this stuff so much fun. So I appreciate you having me Um, for the guys watching, for the guys, gals, them, ladies, all the people in between you, you you guys can find me over at Georgia, Carolina. It is a gated and racism free community where we personalize culture and entertainment and then curate a conversation that is based on self-discovery and growth. I am your pop culture curator for all things inclusion and awareness, Jordan Renee, and I invite you to come and talk a little shit with me, honestly. Because now I'm a rant channel. I love your channel. Subscribe, everyone. You need to go check out Jordan Renee, Georgia, Carolina on YouTube. Thank you. Same thing on social media, even though I hate social media. And if you really want to, like, get a response (laughs) from me, comment on my YouTube channel, because I spend more time in my YouTube studio app than I do anything else. So... But I used to say when I first started, I was like, well, if you want to show me love, hit me on the Instagram. And if you want to hit, uh, if you want the smoke, find me on Twitter. Both of them are at Georgia Carolina. 
Now I don't want no smoke, child. I ain't fighting with with nobody but my indigestion. So <laughs> y'all be Same. blessed. Same. <laughs> be blessed, child. Once again, I'd like to thank my special guest, Jordan Renee from Georgia, Carolina on YouTube. Make sure you go subscribe to her channel. Thank you to everyone listening. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, comment, review, like, share, and all that good stuff. Some of you know I love to engage with you all, so feel free to hit me up. Until next week, stay lit, fam.